Yo, 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 welcome back to Open Run with BTG. You know what, man? It's the end of the year. There hasn't been no tournaments, no practice for me. I've been relaxing. My birthday was just a couple of days ago. Um, but sports are still going on. So what are we talking about? What are we doing in Open Run today? We're going to talk about, and I, I try to avoid it, but I can't, man. My boy LeVar Ball. You know, he recently came out. You know, he's been in the news. He's been in the news lately, and is some of it has been because of his kids. You know, but wherever his kids is or whatever his kids is doing, he's definitely going to be involved. We already know this. Great father. A lot of people don't like him. They definitely don't like the way he talked. They definitely don't like the volume <laughs> of his speech. But I'm a LeVar fan. I think I'm a, you know, I've told people this before. I support him, things like that. Do I think he's a genius? Look, I'm not going to go that far, but the man, the man is, he's out there trying. You know what I'm saying? So one of his latest moves, right after he pulled Leangelo out of uh, UCLA, he put his two sons over there in, where is that, Lithuania? Or, I can't even say the damn name right. Anyhow, they both overseas pursuing a professional career. Then not not only what, a week or two later, we hear he's going to come up with his own league. You know what I mean? His own basketball league to where he could pay these players and give them an option not to go to college, to skip college. Now, this is the thing. A lot of people didn't like it. A lot of people agree because these college players need to get paid. We've been trying to figure this out since, you know what? They've been trying to probably trying to figure it out before uh, the Fab Five. You know what I'm saying? Like, literally, we've been trying to figure out how do you how do you pay these athletes? Because the NC, I mean, college these college programs, they're definitely getting paid. Basketball and football. I can't speak on any other sport because I don't really watch it. But when it comes, especially football, these programs get paid, man. And these players, not so much. Now, I will say this. It's not it's not really stitching or telling on anybody, but we already know that certain certain players would get certain certain perks and extra, you know, extra extra things on the side depending on the value of the of that player, you know. Um some of these some of these cats is not going to class. Most of these most of these athletes don't even want to go to class. I mean, Ben Simmons had a what, a 1.9? <laughs> he had a 1.9 and he said, "Bro, I couldn't wait. I couldn't wait till um I I think it was like his last I think it was like the last semester or something like that to where he didn't have to go to class no more. He said the day that I didn't have to go to class anymore, I stopped. He knew he was a one and done. Okay, and them cats is not getting paid. LeVar is saying, look, you come play in this league, depending on your level of talent, you get paid anywhere between, he said, 3000 and 10000 I don't know. That seems like a lot. That seems like a lot. You know what I'm saying? Even the three Gs, even the three Gs is a lot a month. 
Uh, but paying somebody $10,000 a month, mm, I mean, if he got it, he got it. But I like the idea. Um, some say, well, you know, there's all, there's there's an option like that already, and that's the G League. But this is the thing, though. They kept, they kept bringing up the G League. I think you make anywhere between, um, I don't know, about 20, 26, 27. I think between 26 and 29,000 um, a year or a season. But this is the thing. Nobody wants to play in the G League. I mean, I'm pretty sure if you get some, some cats an option, if they wanted to, uh, if you wanted to go to college, I want to go straight to the G League. Some cats will say, well, let me go to the G League. But it's hard to get off of that team, bro. And then you got to figure like this. Once you get into that G League, you already playing against NBA cats. Some cats have been bumped down. And some cats just became free agents or undrafted free agents. You know what I'm saying? So it's talent in the G League. But I think. LeVar, LeVar coming up with his own league doesn't do anything but give them another option, though. You know, it's, it's giving them another option. I'm gonna tell you this. Let me tell. I'm gonna tell you where LeVar is gonna strike hot or strike gold at. Is it is when one of these, one of these A one players decide he wants to sign with the big baller brand. Once he get one of these stars to sign over there, maybe not even, maybe not even the A one. You know what I'm saying? Like, and what I mean by that, you know, what I'm talking about the, the Curry's, and you know, like I mean, Clay has Clay has his own shoe deal. I think it's over there in I think it's over there in China or Japan or something like that. But he go get one of those second or third option players off of any team, bro. It's going to be a problem. It's going to be. I thought he was going to do something to where he would start signing some of these top um, high school prospects. But see, this is the thing about Levar. Uh, he probably already knows that he has to have a backup plan because you know I think the NCAA was looking at Melo ever since he had got his first shoe, and they were saying they may not let him in. That might be a violation if he has his own shoe because. I don't know. I don't know if he was going to be able to get in or not, but, you know, LeVar didn't wait on that. He took his son out of high school, homeschooled him. Leandro got into the situation over there in China, came back. Uh, UCLA was taking too long with, you know, letting them them know how long the suspension was going to be. LeVar wasn't patient enough for that, so he said, I'm just going to put them both in a team overseas. And they're not it's not like they're playing for an elite uh squad over there, professional squad over there. As far as I'm concerned, that squad is considered like, you know, a D League squad over there. But they're playing against professionals. So they're going to get professional training, go through professional practice, and they're going to play against professional players. So we're going to see how it pans out. But as far as the league, I don't see a problem with it. I don't, man. And I want it to work. All this time, we've waited on certain, um, I want to say we waited on certain people that we admired or we looked up to, to make a change, to to stand up to the machine. Uh, Jay-Z, we thought Jay-Z was doing something when, when he put his name in for Brooklyn. 
You know what I'm saying? MJ had the Hornets. But we don't have we don't have any black owners. Puff Daddy recently came out and said he wanted to throw his name in a hat for the Carolina Panthers or whatever, but LeVar Ball is literally trying to create his own league. In case you've been living under a rock, we're talking about a black man. And people are still hating because they don't they don't like the way he talks. They say he talks too much. Now, some of the is some of the decision making about his kids, is it questionable? Of course it is. But do I really care about how somebody else take care of their kids? I really don't. And the thing, you know, LaMelo, you know, he has the most potential because he's still young. Um, his offense is not bad. But he has a lot to learn. He has a long way to go. LiAngelo, I'm going to tell y'all right now, just listen for a second before y'all start critiquing. LiAngelo, to me, wasn't good enough to be on a UCLA roster at all. To me, I thought he got on because of the strength of his brother. You know? Um, he had, what, he played one game against Lone Beach State. You know, I come on, man. Come on, man. Like, we we got we got his footage from high school, and it's, it's not good. It's not good. His own father said... His chances of making making it to the league was slim, you know. So why Cats is worried about him actually going to UCLA? These nigga wasn't he wasn't gonna go to class. If they weren't sitting up there gonna let him play, he definitely not gonna go to class. Niggas was going to class because they wanted to play, you know. Obviously, this family has other options, but again, we hating just because we don't like what he said, you know. Like I said. Out of all the foolishness that he done talked about, the only thing that I said, you know what, LeVar, you should have kept that to yourself or you, or you should have said it inside of a barbershop is when he said UCLA will not win with, you know, those white players are pretty slow. You know, they're not fast enough. Whether he was telling the truth or not, I don't think he should have said that, especially with, you know, your son, your, your second son is going to be going there. And then, you know, everything lines up. Melo might be going in. But this is, the, well, actually, all three of them did commit to UCLA. So, yeah, he probably would have went there. But all those uh, statements are comments about, you know, Lonzo's being, he's better than uh, Curry. Um, you know, he said he could beat Jordan in one-on-one. That shit does not bother me. It doesn't. It it doesn't bother me at all. Did he have to say it? Probably not. You know, some of these stuff, some of this should be egged on by the media, but some of the stuff he just wanted to say because it's going to catch attention. One thing we got to remember is he's running a brand, and he has to keep that brand in everybody's head, coming out of everybody's mouth. So he's going to say some stuff out there where it's going to draw attention. My thing is that, you know, I don't care about none. If he really feels that way, then that's how he feels. It shouldn't be a Bulls fan out there offended that that nigga said that he could beat MJ one-on-one. Do I do I truly believe that he could beat MJ in one-on-one? MJ in his prime will smack the dog shit out of LeVar Ball. And MJ right now would probably beat him. LeVar might be able to get him. Depends on who's in shape. But I don't care. 
I don't. The only thing that I really care about is if this man is successful because he's going against the machine. You know what I mean? And it's about time that somebody stood up to him. So right now, looking at Diddy and looking like looking at LeVar Ball, these are the front runners. We also got Cap right there. You know? Three different lanes. You got a father who's raising his son, and one of his one of his kids is in the pros. The other two are playing professional overseas. Kaepernick is over there doing this black power thing. And Diddy is saying, look, I got the money. You know what I'm saying? I need somebody else to back me and we can get this thing. And all, well, I ain't going to say Diddy. We haven't been talking about Diddy a lot. But damn sure LeVar and Cap has been hated on throughout the year. Now, we've been on Cap's side a lot. But, you know, you know what it is. Now, LeVar... That nigga's not only hated by one side, he's hated by our side as well. All because this man, quote unquote, talks too much and he's trying to push it to the limit. He has goals. Oh, man, I'm about tired of it. I'm about tired of it. Anyhow, I hope the league gets off the ground. I hope it does well. And I want to see what the NCAA is going to do about this. You know, that's it about that. Now, my Lakers. Oh, Jesus Christ. We've been doing good, man. Um, my boy Jess over there at Above the Rim Podcast absolutely hates Luke Walton. And he says he might think it's time. Now, look, I like Brian Shaw, and I think he should be the next up if we do get rid of Walton. But I think it's only fair that we give Walton a chance to actually coach a team with a max player on the team. You want to know why? He's been proving it. We've played Houston. We've beat Houston. All the Golden State, we played Golden State three times. We've been close. You know, two, two out of the three of those games, I say we definitely were supposed to win. The other one, we probably could have won. But, you know, bad shot selection at the end of the game. We're right there. We're right there in the mix. We just finished playing Minnesota, and we were up one at one point. The next thing you know, I blinked, we was down 10. Now, we didn't have Ingram tonight. We didn't have Lonzo tonight. But we still hung in there with a potential playoff team uh, in Minnesota who had all their star players. Yet and still, they beat us by, like, maybe 11 or 12 points. That's pretty bad. It, it was a close game in the fourth quarter. And then they pulled away at the end. But we got to give Lou Walton a chance. I'm not I'm not rushing anything. I'm not greedy because we're finally getting to see these young this young talent pan out. Okay. Some of these cats won't be on the roster next year. Definitely KCP. That nigga gotta go. He didn't hit some big shots and he can definitely get that thing off, but we can't have a nigga that can only <laughs> that can only play home games. <laughs> oh man, and his shot selection at the end of the game was terrible. You know, there's been times where I thought Ingram should have t- taken the last shot. Uh, Lonzo taking the last shot in one game. You know, I wasn't mad at him. You know, it got blocked. But, you know, I want that aggressiveness out of him. I want Ingram to take the best shot or to take the last shot because he technically Ingram and Kuzma is like our best players on the team. So I'm not mad at either one of them taking the last shot. But we're in these games, though. That's the thing. As long as we're in the games. I don't have a problem. I'm not mad. I'm not frustrated or anything like that because I know 
This right here is the interview. This is an interview for, for individual players, and this is the interview for cats in the offseason. Like, look, this is the pieces that we got that we're going to put around you, and whoever that may be, whether it's Brian, PG-13, or whoever's going to be a free agent, you know? Um, yeah, so I want to say, man, we got to give Luke Walton a chance. One more year. One more year. And um, whoever we acquire, if we don't make the playoffs next year, then I could be fine with just saying, nah, Luke got to go. We need a change. You know, definitely need a change. Um, rookie of the year right now, man. I'm, I'm at to say Ben Simmons. I'm at to. I'm going to switch it up. I'm going to say Ben Simmons. We got Mitchell over there uh, in Utah. And I want to say Kuzma got to be in there. He's averaging about 17, 18 points a game. You know what I'm saying? He's looking like the man now. He's looking like the man. But Ben Simmons is just, Jesus Christ, a freaking nature. Freaking nature. Um, NFL playoffs is coming up. Uh, my Raiders was definitely eliminated out of uh, playoff spot potential uh whatever you want to call it um by Kansas City winning last well no by Kansas City winning that you know gave us zero chance of getting the division uh title and um you know the wild cards are already sewn up but um we had a chance to just patent the stats would have made it worse because the more games we we win the next two games <clears throat> then that just messes up our um our draft stock. So, you know, we go we go six and ten, seven and nine, it's whatever. You know, we did we took us we took about two, three steps back, no blocking, you know, beast mode couldn't really get upfield. Car just seems out of it, you know. Had a couple of injuries on the line. Oh, man, just an up and down year for the Raiders. But uh, we'll get back at it next year. We lost to Philly tonight. Uh, that showed more about Philly than it did about the Raiders because, like I said, we haven't had a defense in a while. So for them to struggle, and when I say struggle, I mean, y'all scored a – y'all scored a um, – the last touchdown that y'all actually scored, y'all supposed to beat us by three. Or whatever. So the last touchdown came off of y'all scoring on a defensive play. And that's not going to look good for Philly in the playoffs. It's not. It's not. Struggling against. They struggled with um, the Giants, although it was, just, it was a high scoring game. But then they scored against. I mean, they struggled against my Raiders, you know, which we definitely could have won that game. But it's all gravy. It's all gravy. Yeah, so Lonzo was out, Ingram is out. Open run will take a uh it'll take it'll take a new turn next year. I'm working on some things to um to make the show a little bit more juicier, uh debatable, uh controversial, all that. This is the end of the year, man, and I wanna wish everybody uh, a happy new year. We got some bowl games coming up. I'm really looking forward to that cotton bowl between SC and Ohio State. The guy, my goddamn, my goddamn Bruins got a bowl game. I forgot what bowl game. I think it's called. I think they're playing in the Cactus Bowl. Yeah, don't laugh. Don't laugh. I don't even know who we playing, but I know we playing in the Cactus Bowl. Um. So yeah, man, I'm looking forward to these bowl games. 
Um, I'm looking forward to the NFL playoffs. Everybody, fantasy football is officially over as of today. You know, so shout out to all the winners out there that got that got paid or got the belt or got that ring. And uh, I'll be back in that. I'll be back in that saddle next year. But next, hey, come on! After this, we got All Star Weekend. Yep, All Star Break. Got that trade deadline, and we definitely heading into the playoffs. Definitely, it's about to, it's about to start getting more serious. I want to say, um, I still got the Cavs and go to state in the in the finals. Washington and Boston is the they actually played today. Those are the two top Eastern teams that could compete with the Cavs, but I don't think it'd be close. Houston right now has the best record. They're doing their thing, but I still got to see them. They just lost to OKC tonight, but I still got to see them in the playoffs because right now Houston is looking like Phoenix 2.0. You know what I mean? So uh, the Spurs, you can't never, you, you just, you, you can't count them out, but the Spurs is just not looking the same to me. So I'm not really too concerned about them. Houston, like I said, they're going to be up there, but they're still questionable inside the playoffs. OKC keep fucking around. They're not going to make the playoffs. Um, and that's and that's just about it, man. That's just about it for Oprah Royal. I mean, I appreciate y'all listening. Wasn't too much on this episode, but like I said, uh, I got to revamp. I got to refresh. I got to get back in the lab because... You know, January 2018 is upon us, and I got to bring, I got to get with it. This is the first year, 2017 was my first year starting uh, both of my podcasts, you know, BTG for President and Open Run. Um, So I'm still a rookie at this. Therefore, you know, some of these episodes might just be current events or some of them might be top five this, top five that. But like I said, I'm still a rookie at it. I got ideas for both shows. Give me some time. Show me some love. And we'll get there and then get more entertaining as I continue to grow. But just remember, the Lakers got a lot of championships, Trick. (laughs) Overrun with BTG. It's your boy, BTG. If y'all got anything to say to me, hit my hotline, 909-536-2636. Hit me up. Hit my email up. We can chat about some things. I hate Boston. That's one of my shows that I will be uh, putting together. I hate Boston. I hate Boston everything. I hate New England Patriots. I hate the Boston Celtics. I hate the Boston Red Sox. And I hate, I don't hate CP3, but I just see, I I got another episode where I'm going to do the most overrated players. Okay. CP3 might just be on that list. Just, he might just be on that list. It's your boy, BTG. Thanks for running with me. I'll see you guys next year. Trade deadline, baby.